What's going on, everybody? Brian from the Herfcast here. You are listening to the Herfcast. Uh, tonight, I've got Shane Rail. He is Cigarosaurus.rex on Instagram. You can find him there. Find the links in the description of this episode. And we are both smoking the Veiled Prophet from Hiram and Solomon Cigars. Uh, it is a 7x60. Um, turned out to be a pretty fantastic cigar. And always check out flatbedcigarcompany.com. Flatbedcigarcompany.com has the Panacea line, the Henshaw Streets. Uh, he's got the Pencil Tucky. Um, you know, he's got something for everybody there. Check him out. If it's your first time ordering, you could use the coupon code HC25, as in Herfcast25. HC25 is going to get you 25% off of your first order. And if you sign up for the email list, he sends coupon codes on a very regular basis. Um, great cigars at great prices. Check them out. And without any further ado, here is Shane Rail, me, and Hiram, Hiram and Solomon, the Veiled Prophet, while I drink some Founders Canadian Breakfast Stout. Hopefully you enjoy. So you got the Veiled Prophet, huh? Yep. You? Yeah. Do you have the big one? Yeah. Did uh, it come in the box? Oh, yeah. That's what I have, too. All right. Sweet. They're oh, that's enormous. Yeah. that's I, w- I wasn't expecting it to be this big when I picked it up. Yeah. So this is probably the biggest cigar that I've smoked in a long time. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've ever had one this big, honestly. <laughs> Not used to lighting something this fucking big. I know. I uh, my uh, torch just broke, so now I I only have a single a single flame torch. So I was sitting out here for like five minutes trying to light it. Yeah, no shit. Tell you what, I just had a um, just finished a big bowl of chili, and I think this oh, is yeah. this is definitely a good one to good one to have after that. Yeah. Well, nice to uh, nice to kind of formally meet you. Yeah. After um, after this, uh, you know, short amount of time, I guess, you know, seeing each other in the in the uh, the hot ticket cigar faction. Um, yep. A little bit on Instagram here and there. Yeah. Now that we got the uh, you you put together the Instagram group, so. Yeah, so I'm tonight I'm talking with uh Shane Rail. We met through the Hot Ticket Podcast group on Facebook, the uh Hot Ticket Cigar Faction. I, that that's the name of it, right? I can't The Hot Ticket Cigar Faction. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if I was missing something or not. But uh No, that's it. So uh we've been trying to get together for a little while. Um you know, scheduling isn't exactly the easiest. I mean, we both got kids, we both work. I'm on a swing shift now. Um, yeah, I've been dodging you. That's what yeah. I was, that's what took me so yeah. long. I was just my my son just hit himself in the nose with a wooden train track or something. So So I'll <laughs> I do was it. in there taking care of that. How old your son? He was two in May. So I guess two and a half, something like that. Yeah. Um <laughs> that's did you listen to uh Denny's most recent episode? When, when I they were, did. I just listened to it today, actually. Yeah, with, when they were talking about months and years. 
when they were talking about what? Uh, how old the baby is in months and years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, that, yeah. I, I sent him an email, you know, because they, they, were, they were debating. Um, this is on uh, Cigar Heads. Cigar Heads with a Z podcast. Um, but they were <laughs> they were talking about uh, how old how old his kid was, and you know he was saying months, and he was saying years. So I sent twenty him, months. <laughs> yeah. So I, I sent him an email. I was like, you know, my my son is three, and uh, I never I never fucked around with the uh, with the months bullshit. Um, you know, after after he turned one, it was uh, yeah he's he's just over a year. Oh oh well, how many months is that? I don't know. He was born in October. You figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my wife, my wife was listening with me and she's like, what would you say? And I was like, I only have the option to go for years because I don't have a fucking clue what month it would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I, you know, math, yeah. math was never my strong suit and I'm, I'm pretty lazy yeah. when it comes to that shit. So, uh, yeah, you'd be sitting there and I'd be trying to figure it out for 10 minutes, how old he was in months. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. So we are both smoking um, the Hiram and Solomon, uh, the Veiled Prophet, and this is you know we were we were just talking about how these are probably the biggest. It's definitely the biggest cigar that I've smoked in a long time, and you were saying yeah, it might a, be the biggest you've ever had. Yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, it's pretty damn big, seven by sixty. Yeah, but I'm surprised you said Hiram and Solomon. You said it correctly i believe um i have constantly been calling it haram and solomon and i think i'm going to continue to do so because it's easier for me to say for some reason yeah uh, i just Hiram. i mean the first place i heard about it was you know hot ticket um you know with with their uh with their interview and yep. um i was i was shocked i got a i got a shop in the area it's called tobacco land um and they have the most random shit. It's so beautiful because they their their walk in isn't the biggest walk in, but they've uh, they've utilized the space about as well as anybody could fucking utilize it. Oh um, uh, yeah, like it's it's almost a work of art. Like how how well the boxes are placed on top of each other so that nothing falls and everything is is just perfect. But I mean, you know, he's got wonderlust in there. Um, He's got some really, yeah, some uh, some Roma Craft H Town series, and you know he's he's got stuff that he's not supposed to have, basically. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, can he even really sell Wonderlust? Uh, that's, I mean, I I don't know the legalities of it, but um, <laughs> yeah. you know, You'll hey, buy them? yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, which I I know there's a I know there's a little bit of a uh, of a little premium. Um, oh yeah. But I mean, for Makes the most sense. part, like uh, he's got he's got decent prices on everything else. But anyway, what I was getting at is like he's got he's actually got a few of the the Hiram and Solomon's, which made me happy because I was actually able to try it. Because most of the time when um, when Chris and Corey review something, it's something that I can't find. You know, not not at the local yeah. not at the local shop anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, that tends to happen a lot. That's always frustrating. Yeah. So is this the first one the first one from Hiram and Solomon you've had? No, I had the Master Mason uh, not too long ago. Oh, um, uh, yeah. What did you think of that? Uh, I loved it. I loved it. It was uh, Yeah. 
it's a really i love that cigar too one of my favorites and you know so far so good with this one i mean like i said following up a a pretty hearty bowl of chili and i'm drinking uh, some founders cbs the canadian breakfast stout um and mm. i about bought a little four peck of that the other day actually i saw at the store yeah that's uh this is the this is the big the big bomber bottle but oh yeah yeah the bomber um i i've never seen a bummer of that before i didn't even know they made them yeah that's i i had two of them uh drank one like a couple days after i got them i've had this one for a couple of months and uh like oh, i think this is a good time to crack it open so are you drinking anything tonight or no i'm not i was i usually only drink water i don't really drink alcohol at all not much anyway uh but I even forgot my water inside, so yeah. I'm not drinking anything unless I get thirsty and find something on the floor of my car. So is that pretty pretty much strictly it when you smoke cigars? It's just water, or you ever do, like, coffee or tea or yeah. anything? No, not really. I mean, I drink, like, coffee in the mornings and stuff for work and things like that, but I usually have maybe a cup or two a day, and then I strictly pretty much water throughout. Yeah, you know, all day and the rest of the day when I smoke too, and uh, I mean, occasionally I'll have like a pop or something with dinner, but yeah, pretty much I just drink a lot of water. I'm not sure why, but yeah, not like it's bad for you. I mean, unless you're in Flint. Well, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, so I didn't know like when, like when I first seen seen you around in the uh, in the faction. Um, like I, you know, before, uh, we ended up finding each other on Instagram. Um, I didn't know that you did like reviews on your Instagram. So how long, how long have you been doing the cigar reviews on your Instagram? Man, the reviews themselves, not long. (sighs) Maybe only since like the summer, honestly. And then even doing like a cigar based Instagram account. I've probably only been doing that a little over a year. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't been doing it very long at all. Yeah. You seem to seem to keep up with it pretty often. So do you have a like, – yeah, you don't I have, mean, like, a schedule or anything you keep to, do you? No. No, not really. No, not at all. And just, like, whenever I was on vacation, I tried, you know, not to – I didn't want to mess with it too much, so I didn't even post for, like, a week or whatever. Yeah. But – uh yeah, no, I try not to have a schedule or anything. I do try to keep up with it. Uh, it gets a little time-consuming t- sometimes, but yeah, I try to keep up with it for the most part. It's fun. I like doing it. I'm going to smoke, you know, one a day already anyway. So, And then, I don't know, what I really like to do is, as you probably see, is review week. So I like to review a whole lineup. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get a cigar from a random company or whatever i'll smoke it and i don't like that cigar and then i'm like well shit and then i'm kind of turned off to buying the rest of their stuff so i like to get some stuff i've already had their lineup and so i'll bring it in and do a review for it and then some stuff i like to get in randomly like warped i've never had a warped cigar before in my life and then i just got their lineup i traded some kid or he hooked me up and uh so i did a review for the whole their not their whole lineup but i had like eight cigars of theirs or something i still have two of them that 
I don't even know whether I'm going to review or not, but yeah, I like to do, do the whole lineup and get a feel for the whole lineup. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun doing it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's see, I'm not, I, I don't consider myself to be, uh, necessarily like review worthy yet, at least not, not that detailed or anything like I, like on uh, cigar geeks, the, the forum that I'm on, uh, you know, I do a geek critique every once in a while, which is, you know, just five guys will all review the same cigar. Um, and you know, nobody knows what anybody else did until after, you know, it's released. So, uh, I like doing those and like, I, I do, I do get a little bit of, uh, 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 reassurance, I guess, uh, most of the time because it's, it's not, I like doing those because I do the review and then I see everybody else's review on it, the other four and see how much of what I'm tasting is just full of shit, you know, but, but, uh, like yeah. I said, for, I- for the most part, it seems like most of the time I, I'm getting the same profiles as everybody else. Uh, but maybe not to the extent or, you know, as, as uh, you know, the the faction will call it, uh, the unicorn palette, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, I I enjoy where I'm at, and I know uh, I know I'll just get better at it later. So uh, I'll leave the reviews to the to the experts for the time being. Hey, I'm I'm no expert. I don't think anyone is. I don't care if you smoke cigars for. 20 years, five years, two years. Like, I think it's all about your mindset, kind of. I stopped reading. Whenever I first started doing them, I would go on and kind of, like what you're talking about, compare my reviews to everyone else. And, yeah, some would line up, some wouldn't. And I'd be like, okay, me and this guy's on the same page. Me and this guy fucking nowhere near each other. I don't even know what he's talking about. He probably doesn't know what I'm talking about. And so, yeah, I quit reading reviews altogether. And, uh I think I like writing more than anything. So, I mean, I can pick out various notes. I'm kind of, I like picking out like sweeter and fruity notes. When it comes to the spicy stuff, sometimes I won't even pick it up really. What the hell? Oh. Yeah, that's, I, I'm i fucking shit up, man. Oh. oh, did you try to call me on Instagram? No, I, I was, I wanted to take a picture. I was going to take a picture of, you know, this, but. Uh... Uh yeah, it just kept like telling me you were trying to get a hold of me on Instagram yeah. or something. Yep, my bad. That's that's what I get for no, trying to be good. crafty. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off with uh with the uh, rude no, interruption you're there. You're good. So, uh, do you? But yeah, no, I definitely definitely don't consider myself an expert in any fashion at all, but I don't know. It's just fun to do. Like I said, I kind of like writing. That's why I do it on Instagram. That's why I don't do like videos or a podcast or anything. I like, like really sitting down, smoking a cigar and kind of writing it out and, you know, really thinking about what I think of that cigar that I'm smoking at the moment. And yeah, sometimes you know the flavors are kind of ridiculous. So have you ever? And oh, Denny, Denny's posting. Yeah. Um. So are you? Uh. Do you ever find yourself just like, 
completely in left field compared to somebody else's review or um, are you usually at least yeah, along the same so. lines? No, I mean, not in left field, but I would say, I don't know. Some people have a more in-depth uh, way of explaining it. Um, I feel like I'm, I feel like I don't have, I don't know if it's that I don't taste certain notes or that, that I can't explain them very well. So like, for example, with the Robana Cuban cigars, I love that cigar. And I did a review for Cuban week, like over the summer and the Robana was my favorite cigar out of the bunch. But uh, I said it tasted like soap. It tasted like a bar of soap, and I'm not sure why I liked that or why it reminded me of soap. And saying it tasted like a bar of soap and I enjoyed it is like, it sounds ridiculous to me as well, you know? Sounds like what you're talking about, unicorn palette. Yeah, well, that's... I'm right, you know, everyone calls bullshit on that, and I do as well. But at the same time, there's sometimes the cigar comes along and I just, I'm smoking it and something pops in my head and I go, okay, that's it. And every time I smoke a Robana, it's always, this tastes like a bar of soap to me and I love it. And that's ridiculous. Now, see, you could always make it sound better and say that it tastes like cilantro instead of soap, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, exactly. That's what I mean. And that's, that's what people would say. It does taste like cilantro, not soap. That soap you're tasting is cilantro. Yeah. I I don't know. I like cilantro. I've had a lot of cilantro on Mexican tacos, and that cigar doesn't remind me of cilantro. It reminds me of soap. Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy, but um, yeah, that's. And I I also think like people's palate. Obviously, it's so subjective, and people's palates are way different. Like a lot of people pick up these spices and stuff in cigars, and for me, I. I, I have a hard time like picking up spiciness. And when I use, when I say spiciness, I'm kind of using it like not as in spiciness, but as in like cooking spices and herbs and stuff like that. But if it was peppery, then that's what I'm using for spiciness. But I have a hard time picking up on it. Like I'll see people saying, Oh, this has some spiciness to it. Some white pepper, some black pepper. And I'll look at it and be like, well, I didn't get any, pepperiness out of it at all and i just i don't know i think for whatever reason my palate i just have a hard time picking up on that spiciness and when i do i i hate spice in cigars not all of it i like spices that blend well with other flavors and stuff but i uh yeah whenever i get like a spicy cigar that's it's just not really up my alley i don't enjoy it just like a massive pepper bomb exactly that's I, I don't know. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um but like or dislike it? Or, yeah. 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 I mean it, it just it just depends. Like I don't know. Um I think after um you know, after after a real big meal or filling meal, you know, like like after a big steak or something, uh you know, a a, a pepper bomb isn't gonna bother me as much as if you know, it's right, just in the middle exactly. of the day. Um, especially if it's hot out, you know, but I don't know. I've got, 
you know that that's you know the the hot days and and whatnot that's usually uh you know like a a summer morning is is usually when i reserve you know time for cubans uh, instead of yeah instead of in the middle of the night you know right so now let's uh let's get into this i, I think i have my my notes here but um let we we talked before about the Buckeye Land, and well, oh I guess, yeah, I guess we we didn't really talk about it. We we were going to save it for for this. Um. So the Buckeye Land, uh, by Crownheads was their 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 latest state exclusive, um. And it's you know Ohio, but I, you know how the the podcast that we listened to, uh, the Hot Ticket uh podcast you know they're from ohio i've got a few buddies in ohio uh so i've heard a lot of ohioans perspectives on this cigar (laughs) um they all love it they do they do all all the all the ohioans love it um (laughs) and you know there there were a couple of people that that had an opposite opinion uh more more along the lines of you know kind of fell flat this and that uh so i had two of them I smoked one, and then I waited uh, about a month and a half to smoke the other. Um, so I generally like pretty much everything that Crown Heads puts out. Um, yeah, I, I remember one time you you started a thread of uh, you know yep. Crown Heads is overrated, and then uh, well, except this, yeah. except that, except this, except that. Like, oh, well, I guess they're a pretty solid cigar line. Yeah. yeah they put man they put out so many cigars it seems like yeah and when i said that i was like aren't they're kind of overrated right and then people were like oh this is good and i was like oh yeah that is good oh this is good oh yeah that is good and by the end of it i was like holy shit you know Crown like, these are all some pretty yeah. good cigars <laughs> yeah, they, yeah exactly no they really do they really do so, i just i don't know why i got that thought in my head in that moment but yeah. yeah, that was funny. That was a topic of conversation, man. It got got the group going for a little bit, and uh, yeah, you know, oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll probably exposed a couple of people to. Uh, oh, hey, they they make that cigar too, you know? Yeah, because um, yeah, like well, a thing I didn't know. I think I learned from that conversation was all the uh, state exclusives were made with the same tobacco. I think except for the Paniolo. Yeah, the Paniolo changes every year. Yeah, okay. So all the state exclusives are made from the same tobacco. And, you know, whenever I think Denny said that, it blew my mind. Like, just it's crazy how much a cigar can change just based on the size and shape of it. Like, it's so nuts to me. So with that with that in mind, like something that I was wondering, um, you know, after uh, after hearing that and whatnot, but they, they made such a big deal about Willie Herrera blending this cigar so if it's the same tobaccos is it just uh you know it was a big deal having him blend it because of the ratios um because you would think that if they're using the same tobaccos as the other states you know uh what what kind of a major difference would the blender make you know right yeah so willie willie uh blended which cigar 
the Buckeye land? Yeah, the Buckeye. Okay. So, okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, I don't know. And he didn't blend any of the other ones. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, that's that's just like a name recognition kind of thing, isn't it? You know, that's whenever what, they're putting this cigar out there. That's that's what I would think. But, I mean, I think if it, if it does go along the lines of, uh, you know, yeah, sure, each cigar has the same the same tobacco in it but if it's got you know twice as much of this filler and half as much of that binder you know i guess that's that's i guess that would be where where the blending comes in um right you know so it's not necessarily going to be the same ratio i don't know that, that was just one of the thoughts that i had um yeah no i mean look at aj fernandez you know like he's just huge i mean yeah. he's like a giant portion of the cigar industry and it's name recognition you know oh yeah anything dj yeah it's gonna he's gonna blow the roof off and people are gonna buy the shit out of it yeah doesn't matter what tobacco it is doesn't matter where it's from that you know doesn't matter anything so how do you feel about aj fernandez cigars i was like really down on him for a while because I had only really smoked, um, and someone had an opposite view of this the other day that I saw. Actually, I was really only smoking the stuff that he blended for other people, like Caldwell and um, the H. Upman, which I hated. I, I'm not a fan of the tea, really. Uh, I forget the other one, but um, and then when I went and did, I did an AJ Fernandez review week and where i pretty much strictly not strictly but for the most part i only smoked cigars that he produced out of his factory or whatever and they were his own lineup and i absolutely loved loved them i thought they were great so i mean yeah i mean and some of the newer stuff that he's doing like the uh oh shit what is it ramon alonis I like the Ramona Lourdes yeah. a lot. I like yeah. that. I thought that was really good. The uh, the Hoyo, I like the Hoyo a lot. I thought that was really good. Some of the newer ones I'm really starting to enjoy, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like the tea and the stuff before the H Upman, I, I I wasn't a fan of, but I am a fan of you know his his own lineup. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's uh, the Ramon the Ramona Lourdes was was really good. I had one of those while I was down in Texas. Um, it, you know, I, I'm glad that they're getting easier to obtain because uh, when they first came out, they weren't exactly easy to get your hands on. But... Oh my God! Tell me about it. I uh, whenever I posted the big shit post about Neptune cigars, part of the problem was I tried to get that Ramona Lones, but they were on back order, and uh, I ordered them anyway or whatever because I no one had them around me in Pittsburgh. And then it was whatever, a big shit show. It was months before I got it. But, yeah, it was that specific cigar I was trying to get that caused me all my grief and anger with Neptune cigars. Yeah. So you're going to be heading – so I you're you're in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm in Nebraska now. Oh, are you? Yeah, we moved to Nebraska in October. So we are we are right here behind me. You won't be able to see it because it's dark, but uh, we bought an RV and sold our house 
and were parked right outside of her parents' house on their property in our RV. Yeah. And then we'll be here until October, and then we're heading to San Diego. Yeah, yeah. That's you just you just mentioned that the other day that you were going to be moving there. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, that that spoils my next question. I was gonna I was gonna see if you were still going to be in Pittsburgh um, in the fall. Um, because I know I'm going to be heading there, um, I don't know if it's the last weekend or, or the weekend before, uh, but the end of September I'll be down that way. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, you're in Nebraska, so never mind. Yep, Nebraska and then San Diego. I won't be in Pittsburgh. Maybe eventually I'll be back there. Yeah. I really like it in that area. Yeah. That's, um, I've never really, I've never spent any time there. I've, I've driven by, um, a couple of years ago, I, I spent uh, a weekend in Philly, um, outside of Philly. Um, so I'll, let's see, you haven't been in Nebraska that long. Um, when you were in Pittsburgh, did you ever try anything from flatbed? Any what? Any cigars from flatbed, flatbed cigar company. Flatbed? Yeah. No, I've never heard of that. No, that's they're they're out of Yardley, Pennsylvania. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, they've got some good stuff. Um, yeah, no, I've never heard of them. But well, if you use the uh, if you go to flatbedcigarcompany.com and use the coupon code HC25, that'll get you twenty five percent off your first order. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Oh yeah, you know it. Got to do it sometimes. So. Um, <laughs> So what what did you think of the Buckeye Land anyway? All right, so getting back to the Buckeye Land, um, i i smoked I, I smoked the first one. I took uh, I took pretty detailed notes on the first one that I smoked, and on the second one, um, you know, I went to a new page, and it was kind of almost the same. So I didn't bother keeping too many notes on that. Um, but let's see. Overall, I ended up giving it an 84. Um, okay. You know, standard standard review scoring. Um, so, you know, pre-light is a 16 out of 20. Uh, light and burn, a 13. Uh, flavor, I ended up giving it a 28. Uh, construction, a 27. But, like, the first time that I smoked it... Um, I think I got a lot more flavor out of it than the second time because, like, Miguel told me, he's like, you know, on, on one of them, you know, don't retro hail. And on the other, you know, retro. And, you know, it, it really is a completely different cigar when uh, when you're retro hailing it uh, a decent amount. Uh, the the, the flavor. It's a lot heavier, a little. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you pick up a couple more flavors in there. Um, but with that being said, like it, it's not a, it's not a complex cigar as far as flavor profile goes by any means, not saying that the flavor is bad, but if you're the type of person that's looking for, you know, transitions and whatnot throughout the cigar, like Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the cigar for you, um, you know, again, unless you're unless you're going to retro, um, you know, a fair amount. So, I, that so it, 
you know, from what I heard uh, from from the negatives, uh, you know, the the falling flat, I, I did get that, but at the same time, um, you know, it didn't it didn't fall flat on its face. You know, it wasn't. I I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't think it was great, but I you know I didn't think it was bad. So um, yeah, it's nothing that I'm going to go out of my way for. Basically, um, it's it, yeah. it, it would be it's it's I'm not going to turn it down, but I'm not going to go out of my way for it. So, yeah, that's like that's one of my problems is I was so excited for that cigar. Oh, I was so pumped for it. I traded uh, one of the guys from the group, Jamie Taylor, I think I traded him some stuff and he sent me a fiver of them and I was just so pumped for it. And then, you know, I didn't love it like you said it was kind of it didn't transition much which that usually doesn't bother me if a cigar you know has the notes i'm looking for if it's sweet and fruity and stuff like that stuff that i like and it doesn't change much i fucking love it that's an awesome cigar for me i don't care if it transitions or not yeah but uh yeah and it, it just it i don't know for whatever reason it didn't do it for me and uh when that happens, when you're so excited to smoke something, you know, and then it just kind of doesn't do it for you, you have a stronger reaction and it's, oh, it fell flat on its face, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of blown out of proportion. Oh, that's, that's, I'm glad, I'm glad that I had the two, uh, and I'm glad I spaced them out, you know, over a little bit of time. Um, you know, so, you know, I already had that little bit of disappointment beforehand. So the second time yeah. it, it was, you know, the buildup wasn't there. So it wasn't as, as dramatic, I yeah. guess. So, yeah. Um, and the, uh, the Los Calaveras is kind of the same way for me. The new one, the 18, the same way, but I, I do like the Los Calaveras a lot more than I like the Buckeye land. Um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of, of the 18 either. Uh, the 17 was pretty solid. Uh, oh Yeah. Which I'm, I'm I gotta I gotta pick up a couple more because uh, one of the shops by me they've got they've got like a, a few left for some reason they they couldn't sell the 17s at all that uh, they they've still got a few sitting there um, but, yeah so they they didn't even get they didn't even get the 18s um, at this particular shop uh, because the because 17s they still have 17 yeah. yeah so which in the long run it's gonna work out for me um, yeah yeah you know but, yeah especially if you enjoy that one more. Yeah. So, uh, one cigar that definitely did not disappoint me. Like I, I think, um, the cigar that I was looking forward to the most after, um, you know, the list came out and whatnot from IPCPR, um, uh, was the court reserve from crown heads. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, you know, I, I got one in each Watola um, from the shop and you know a few days later went back and bought a box so uh those those oh, were definitely like solid box? oh yeah 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 that's, yeah they're really good i like them too yeah that's i i'm still up i i still i don't know if i like the uh, sublime or the robusto more but uh right uh the box that i have is the robustos i think if i if i end up finding another box i'll probably get the sublimes but so you mentioned uh, with the Buckeye Land that you retrohaled one and then did it at all on the other. Do For the, you usually? Uh, I I usually retrohale pretty frequent. 
Um, uh, I guess some cigars more than others, but like this, I'd say about a third of the time. I'm, and and not like it's a full full on assault on the nose, you know, just just yeah. a li- just a little bit, you know. Um, but this thing, um, I'm kind of surprised it it started off packing a punch, and uh, it's it seems to have uh, mellowed out. Uh, a little bit here at the end of the first third. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm really liking this one. I uh, I haven't... I'm kind of put off by, like, big, giant cigars like this. Yeah. Because, you, you know, usually it's just kind of... I don't know. You're smoking smoke. You're smoking burnt... I don't know, you know? Yeah. They just don't have much, but uh, yeah, I like I'm liking this one a lot, and I mean I like the smaller version as well, but yeah, it has mellowed out a lot. Um, which I think is a good thing because I I think if it would have if it would have picked up any more from from the start, if it would have kept picking up yeah. like that, then it, it it'd be a rough one to smoke. Uh, you yeah, know, for, for, for sure. the size, but yeah, man, so far so yeah. far so good. Now, which um, I, we we said earlier, I, I had the Master Mason. How many of the uh, Solomons have you had? Um, I've had them all. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Even like the 300th anniversary, and then they have a Lancero out that I really want to try. Yeah, that's. I, I definitely want to try them all. Uh, you know, yeah, I seen I seen when you posted the pictures of the uh, the three hundredth, you know, but so yeah, I was, they're all, it's it's probably my favorite lineup so far, honestly. Yeah. Just across the board, they're all like super solid cigars to me. They all kind of fit my palate really well. So, do you have a lot of options out there in Nebraska as far as uh, B and M's or? Ha! None. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of what I was guessing, but. Yeah, no, I think the uh, the closest shop to me is about two hours away. That isn't like a smoker-friendly or something, you know, that just yeah. fucking have a little shelf of cigars that aren't even humidified and are all cracked and stuff like that. Yep. Well, that was uh, that that one day that I, I had that uh, Fuente. I had that uh, Fuente that I, that I picked up and I forgot forgot a cutter. And uh, so I ended up smoking it backwards. Um, <laughs> you know that that day, like that, you know, um, wasn't when I when I was talking about that. I, it was you or somebody else in the group mentioned, like, yeah, usually the shop will have a, a cutter to use or you know take one off the shelf. It's like no, that you know that that's exactly what you know. It's like the the medicine cabinet with cigars in it that you know. <laughs> so that's you know that that was the that that was what I had. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's every once in a while you got to slum it up, you know. Yeah, for sure. But speaking of slumming it up, um, you don't you don't really uh, bother wasting time on any on any budget smokes, do you? Oh man, I don't know. Not I mean, not really. I'm not sure why. Maybe I'm kind of a snob and don't realize it, but. Uh, 
not budget smokes, but I don't know. I'll go under ten dollars every once well, in a no, while. Well, no, no, no. By by budget smoke, I mean like because I mean I I um on on cigar page I get uh, their Nicaraguan overruns and they're they're like a buck eighty seven a piece. It's like thirty five bucks per oh, bundle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I buy like I buy like non banded. I guess this this might be my dirty little secret, but uh, <laughs> I buy <laughs> I buy uh, non banded um, Rocky Patel edges. Oh, and they're you know it's like fucking twenty five cigars for twenty dollars or thirty dollars or yeah. something, and uh, they're all super soft. But I don't know. I like the taste of them. I smoke those every once in a while, but. Uh, yeah, outside of that, I haven't. I really, a couple months ago, I was super close to pulling the trigger on, like, I forget what website it is, but they sell, like, the, the Gurkha kitchen sink packages and stuff like that. Oh, God. And no. I was, like, really close. Yeah, yeah. I was really close to pulling the trigger on one of those and just doing, like, a full-blown-out fucking month review week of <laughs> Gurkha. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I don't, I don't want to do that to myself yeah. one for you know smoking reasons or two just for my own insanity but uh yeah i, I think about buying those sometimes dude, and that, i do get the rocky patels that would be such a rough month dude like you you would definitely have to segment that up <laughs> you know do do a few days take a break do a few days you know yeah i mean shit uh they, they've only got what about 350 cigars to try yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was crazy too because it was like 75 cigars and it was all singles so they were all different cigars yeah, it wasn't yeah. even doubled up or nothing and pro- probably on blowout for 65 bucks or something you know? oh yeah you know, yeah that, they were real cheap <laughs> <laughs> wow i definitely wasn't expecting to hear uh Rocky Patel Edge come out of your mouth. Yeah, Rocky Patel Edges. I'm not sure why, just because that's what I found at my local shop when I was in Pittsburgh and didn't feel like going anywhere else. But he actually had a he had a bunch of like rebranded uh, leaf by Oscars there. Yeah. He had just like fucking boxes of them of all the different blends and they were like $5 a piece. So I bought a bunch of those as well. And I like, you know, I like most of those. I don't love the Maduro, but I like the rest of them pretty well. Yeah. So I bought a bunch of those as well, which it, it was a budget, but. No, that's, I mean. Compared I, to what it usually is. I usually smoke, um, you know, two, sometimes three cigars a day, uh, depending. Uh, like today, this is my third cigar. Um, what well, this, this morning I started off with, um, what the, the whiskey rebellion. That was a, that was a, that was a pretty hefty start to the morning. Um, Oh, I imagine uh, I've been wanting to get it. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish I would have known earlier cause I, you know, picked up a couple the other day. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to, uh, figure something out with that. But, um, and then, yeah, the middle of the day, uh, on my lunch, you know, I, I smoked one of those uh, Nicaraguan overruns, which that that that's why I buy those. It's yeah, you know, something if I if I have to go back early or something, I don't mind putting it down, uh, you know, and I, I'm not I'm not wasting a ten dollar cigar, you know. 
Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's that's probably my main my main reasoning with going with those. But I mean, uh, in all reality, like they're they're actually decent cigars, and for you know for for two bucks, um, you know you you can't go wrong. So, um, you know, I've I've got no problem admitting that that I'll that I that I slum it on a on a uh, on a almost daily basis you know, uh, for, for that filler. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, and then, but that's, I mean, I, if I, if I end up getting to, to smoke too many every day, uh, if I, if I get to, you know, three a day on a regular occasion, um, I'll, I'll end up like, all right, I'm going to take a week off and, you know, let, let, let my, let my palate cleanse itself and, uh, take, yeah. take a rest and, Make sure I'm not completely burned out, you know. But, right. And make sure I could yeah, go I without the nicotine withdrawals, you know. Yeah. Because that's I, I I quit smoking cigarettes three and a half years ago, so you know the nicotine addiction. Uh, I definitely don't want to fall back into that. Um, mm. But that's I mean that's another thing about cigars. It's crazy, you know. Like I said, I go a week and I'm not going through withdrawals or anything. So. Yeah. Exactly. That's but. actually kind of why I bought those Rocky Patels originally, because I chew, and I was on a kick to uh, quit chewing, and I was like, I'll just buy a bunch of cigars and smoke through them, and I still have a ton of them in my humidor. Yeah. And that's the thing, kind of like, I mean, they're, you know, I, I'm i like running an Instagram page, so I can't, you know, I, I want to mix it up and stuff like that, so I can't, like smoke one of those you know i don't have to post it when i do but uh yeah that's um i I do have to say like your your um your uh, not tagline but your description on on your instagram is you know i i take some hands down some of the best cigar pictures you'll find on instagram you know listen that um and (laughs) and and like you really do like i i don't know how you're getting so many different settings, how many different, how many different backgrounds that you're using and you're able to change it up all the time to, to make it look like you're, 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 you're traveling around the world or some shit. Like, <laughs> exactly. Dude, it is hard. I'm gonna tell I, I can imagine now. that's, I, I try to switch you know, it up as like, much as I can, but man, I, I've only got so much <laughs> background here to, to have for a backdrop. Yeah. 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 Out here in Nebraska, I'm going to, I'm running out of ideas. I'm going to have to start, taking pictures with my cigars sitting on some cow shit pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, see if there's any mushrooms growing around it and you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, how long you been smoking cigars? Um, I've probably been smoking pretty much every day for about two years now. I've probably been smoking fairly regularly for probably three years. Um, and then I have been off and on smoking. Have you ever heard of Juicy Lucy's by Drew Estate? Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of where I started smoking cigars. I'm not sure why or what, but I just picked one up, you know, at work one day when I was in college or whatever and started smoking juicy Lucy's. So, you know, every couple, three months or something, I would grab a couple of them and smoke like five of them in a couple of days or a week or something. And, uh, my wedding, <laughs> my, uh, 
my cake at our wedding. Not our actual wedding cake, but my cake. I don't know what they're called. I'm not very good at uh, wedding terminology. Yeah. But uh, my groomsman cake, that's what it's called. My groomsman cake was a uh, a Juicy Lucy box <laughs> with, like, <laughs> with some of the cigars inside of it. So, uh, yeah, I fucking really love those Juicy Lucy's, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I've never had one, but uh, it, it's funny that you bring that because I randomly found, like, it was just sitting on top of some lockers, like, in a corner um, at work, uh, an empty box of Juicy Lucy's. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is that doing there? Like, But I, I don't know how long it's been sitting there. Um I was like, well, that's pretty fucking random, you know. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So when I was when I was young, twenty one, twenty two, or whatever, for some reason, you know, I think just the name Juicy Lucy, like, (laughs) really, like, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta buy that Juicy Lucy. That's a cool ass name. Now I I smoked it, and they're sweet. They're like covered in sugar. I I was just gonna ask if they were infused or or flavored. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. So. But yeah, I haven't I haven't had an infused cigar forever. Well, since the Juicy Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, and then some, somewhere I started picking up, you know, and just smoking actual cigars. No offense to anyone who loves infused cigars, yeah. but uh, and I haven't really looked back. And then, yeah, I've been smoking pretty regularly pretty much every day for a couple years now, two, three years. And then I started my Instagram page about a year ago and it's been fun. Yeah. That's definitely, definitely a fun hobby to have, especially, uh, especially if you, if you make it even more fun than, than, than it is just by itself, you know? So. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, with the internet, obviously you get on and you meet people and you talk and, you know that makes it so much better oh yeah but going that's kind of where it took off for me really yeah that's uh you know as far as the infused goes i think the last infused cigar that i smoked um was i don't know my son was probably about six months or so maybe a year i I don't know um but one of my buddies from uh cigar geeks like we you know he's like hey anybody want to hop on the the herf we'll do uh We'll use Hangouts for video chat. You know, there's, you know, a good handful of us that regularly get on there. And uh, it was an afternoon, and my son just laid down to take a nap, and I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll, I'll grab a, I'll grab a cigar, and you know, I'll, I'll sit out on the front porch, and I'll, I'll hop on with you for a little bit." So I grabbed a, uh, an acid toast that I had. And I told my buddy, I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to smoke this, but only because like, you know, my son's going to wake up in about a half hour or so. And, you know, I don't want to yeah, waste anything. Feel bad throwing it. Yeah. And, but I told him, I said, now watch, you know, since I lit this thing up, he's going to sleep for a solid three hours. And, um, <laughs> sure, sure as shit. He made sure I smoked that entire cigar. <laughs> but you ate it at the end too, didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so Getting sweet. all your money's worth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh so what do you do outside of uh posting on Instagram? 
man, I mean, nothing now. We're in Nebraska, so there's not much to do. <laughs> I uh, I just got done playing some Xbox, some FIFA. Yeah. Big soccer fan. Oh, yeah? Big, uh, big FIFA player. That's, I, I don't know. Uh, I can't really, well, I shouldn't say I can't, but I haven't really gotten into soccer that much. Um, when I, I, I did kind of start getting interested a little bit in it when, uh, when I worked for a, uh, a private ambulance, um, every once in a while we would get, uh, stationed at like the high school games and whatnot. And, uh, there were a couple of soccer games that, you know, we had to stand by at and, you know, at first it's like, ah, whatever, I'll, you know, take a nap or something. Um, and then <laughs> after, after being there a couple of times, you know, find myself watching the games, like, all right, now, wondering, wondering what the rules are, you know, wondering how, how everything yeah. works. Like, um, you know, odd, odd similarities to, to, uh, to hockey and whatnot. And, you know, I, I like hockey. Uh, it's like, all right, I could, I could kind of see myself getting into this and then, but I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, well, for one, I don't watch, I, I pretty much don't watch any TV um you know if if the tv's on it's usually for my son um you know when he's not playing around and whatnot um so with the the exception of of football or um you know the occasional baseball or hockey game uh i i usually don't watch tv at all so uh if i do i i try to use it uh to the best of my enjoyment and you know Soccer, for one, soccer is not readily available on TV, uh, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and two, it's like you know, it's not one of those things where it's like, all right, I'd, I'd rather watch this than soccer. So. Yeah. 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 No, I don't blame you there. Are you a uh, like a Chicago fan in all of sports or? Um. Yes and no. Like, I mean, I definitely appreciate other teams, other players, whatnot. But, um, Bears, Cubs, Blackhawks, um. That's pretty much it. Like, I, I don't really get into basketball that much. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I do like going to the games. Going to the games is fun. Um, I can't really watch it on TV unless it's, like, the last two minutes and it's a close game. Um, so I can watch the last half hour of it. Um, but um, other than that, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like, that's yeah. I'll make it a point to watch those teams, but if they're not playing and something else is on, I've got no problem watching it. You know, um, it's it's been hard being a Blackhawks fan this year. Uh, you know, they're they're starting to uh, to make a little bit of a comeback, but they're still second from last. So, you know, I don't anticipate yeah, they much were... there. Yeah, they were so dominant for a while. Yeah. Which it was it was nice to be around for that, you know, uh to to actually yeah. have a Chicago team that that is being dominant for a while. I mean, I had the Bulls when I was a kid, but again, like even even when even when it was the the dynasty for the Bulls, like I I still didn't watch basketball then either. Yeah. Um, but what about you? Yeah, all all Pittsburgh teams. Yeah. And they don't have a basketball team, but I would be a Celtics fan, but 
I don't really watch much basketball. Yeah, I do like basketball a lot, but yeah, it's one of my buddies is a is a Pittsburgh fan. Uh, at least the the Steelers and the Penguins, anyway. Um, so that was always fun. Like you know, we worked together. Uh, well, we we used to work together, and um, you know, whenever Chicago was playing Pittsburgh, it would be all right. Let's let's head out. Let's let's do this. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, and you know, and then shit. I haven't had anything to look forward to with the Bears in so long. Uh, it was usually <laughs> when 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 playoffs came around. You know, just just because of him, it'd be like, all right, I'll 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 root for the Steelers just because. Yeah. You know, I I got a buddy who's a Steelers fan, and you know. Just simple shit like that, I guess. Yep. Yeah. See, with football, I uh, I'm like super hardcore into fantasy football. Yeah. So I almost like I root. I do. I root for that more than I actually do the Steelers or football in general. But yeah, that's fantasy has definitely um, made me pay more attention to the NFL as a whole instead of yeah. just instead of just the Bears and. The first, yeah, it's yeah, exactly. The first like season or two that I played fantasy, um, you know, really made me realize how much uh, the Bears sucked at that time. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, because I, I don't know if it's the same for anybody else, but uh, the first season or two in fantasy, kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, this, you know, I'm I'm gonna take the hometown hero, you know. Meanwhile, uh, oh yeah. Meanwhile, the hometown hero is fucking, you know, like thirty from the bottom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but, uh, no, that's, I, and like, I really, like I said, I, I don't really get the chance to, to watch that much. Uh, so my, my fantasy draft pretty much goes, uh, you know, I've got the top 300 in front of me and all right, this one sounds good. Yeah. You know, he's injured, right? Fuck. <laughs> you know, yep. That's, you know, so I, I never do See, well I'm in fantasy. Like, I always run into like, okay, football season's coming back up. I'm going to start just like listening to fantasy podcasts constantly. And so I'll listen to like five different fantasy podcasts. And then I have all these names in my head. And then the draft comes and I'm like fucking, okay, here's a name that pops in my head. And I'll be like, okay, I'll get ready and take him. And it's like, oh, he was he was one of the sleeper picks. <laughs> He's like 115th down the list, and I'm thinking about taking him in the third round. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm I'm done doing that. I I know all the players now. I know what people did in years past and things like that. I was like, I'm I'm done. I'm just gonna just gonna wing it on my own and see what happens. Yeah. Oh, that's I don't know. That's I was even thinking about taking a break from it, like next season. Just because, uh, well, I mean, like I, I kind of burned myself out on it a couple, like two years ago. I was in like four leagues, and yeah, it was just same here. Just way too much to, uh, to to try to pay attention to when you've got, um, you know, all different players on four different teams. It, it's hard to keep track yeah. of, and it kind of burned me out, you know, quite a bit. And yeah. last last year, I was in two leagues, and um, it's like you know I. I don't pay attention to this enough to, to fucking keep track. It, it ends up going by like, yeah. all right, this guy's projected higher than this guy, so I'm going to swap them out. And then it always, always bites me in the ass. So <laughs> yeah. it's like you know, I I've I've got no problem donating money, uh, you know, to to the <laughs> fantasy league. But I think I think uh, this upcoming season I'll probably I'll probably save my money for for a season. Yeah. 
So what about you? You have uh, you have some good shops in your area, then? Yeah, I've got I got three I got three right around me. Um, so I've got um, Karma Cigar Bar that uh, is one of the best selections in the area. Like you know, aside from like going to the city, you know, going to Chicago or anything. Right. Um, uh, they've got. Like the I I don't know if um well, like there's there's a couple groups that I'm in that they're not big fans of the shop and uh so you know I don't know some people have problems with the shop I've never had any problems there I still enjoy going there uh, then I got a smaller shop that's get that's got a real nice group of regulars uh eleven oh one and. You know, I had there, uh, and then Tobacco Land. Um, that's the one that carries all the, all the shit they're not supposed to have, um, right. which is nice. But they don't have a lounge. You know, it's uh, um, they sell a lot of glassware in there. Um, that's you know for tobacco use only. Um, right. <laughs> you know, uh, but they're like they 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 do have like I said they have an impressive selection for for um the size humidor that they've got and like oh, i said you know the, the, that's kind of crazy yeah you know usually usually that would be the place where you find the uh you know the the medicine yeah, exactly. cabinet you know yep. but uh yeah it was uh it was an old uh pool hall and oh, okay so like most of the floor space is like counter and glassware uh and then like what used to be the office is the walk-in so like it's a like I said it's a decent sized walk in, um, but like I said like the their selection is is impressive for for the amount of space that they have, um, but they do they do have events there every once in a while and when they do have events they you know they pull out some tables and chairs and you could smoke inside right so it's nice when they do that, but uh, that's actually that's actually how I got the uh, Buckeye Lands last time uh, Miguel was in town. He had an event there, and um, I I met up with Miguel to uh, to give him some some pickles that I made, and um, he had a couple of them on him. So that's how that's how I acquired right. those. A lot of cigar left there. Yeah, I know, man. That's I'm uh, pretty much in the yeah, same we're, boat. We're out. We're yeah. We're pretty on pace with each other. Let's. Uh, yeah. Let me. Let me capture this moment here. You want to put that back up there? All right. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Yours is bigger, but that's because you're on a big screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I. Whenever you took that picture, I was thinking like, oh. Oh man, I'm gonna be the little tiny guy yeah. up in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> now here I'll I'll throw it in the. Um, here, let me. This is great podcasting here. <laughs> um. See, so yeah, it's definitely nice. Uh, nice now. I. I did a I did an episode before I had the wires to hook up the iPad into the soundboard. And I had to have a second mic uh, held over my knee with my phone on speakerphone 
to record it. But oh, so I'm I'm just plugged straight in now. Yeah, you're you're plugged in. I don't have to I don't have to worry about shit. It's it's nice. It's easy. Huh. So yeah, that's nice. I was gonna ask you about that earlier when we first started. I forgot. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Uh, have you done many podcasts like over the air at all? Well, not like in person. You know what I mean. Um, a few. Uh, I think this is probably the fifth or sixth that I've done uh, via video chat or phone call. So right. Um, see, this would be the the second since I've gotten the the correct wiring situation. So. Oh yeah, huge difference, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I'd much rather do it in in studio. Um, but that's if I want to, if I want to have a guest, uh, on a regular basis, then, you know, definitely have to do, do this, uh, from time to time, which, right. which it'll probably be more often than not. Um, you know, but, uh, I don't know. It, it's fun. Like this, uh, this Thursday, um, this, this, this one will come out Friday, <coughs> but oh, this, this Friday. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. So, but on Thursday, uh, which I hate talking about episodes that are in the future in case they fall through. Um, yeah, yeah. But if if everything goes as planned, this Thursday I get to uh, I get to talk to uh, the lead guitarist from one of my favorite bands uh, to do an episode. So really, yeah. Which is which? It's That's not pretty a, badass. They're they're not a. They're not a big band in the U.S., um, right? But uh, they they have a massive following in like Japan and Europe and whatnot. But uh, even though they're out of California, but um, yeah, again through Instagram, uh, like I I asked them because they're they're putting out uh, the band is called Zebrahead, but they're putting out their first album on their own without a record label uh, in March. Okay. So I just sent a message to the Instagram page. Uh, Asking like, hey, who would I get? Who would I contact about you know using music from the new album for the podcast? And he's like, oh, well, what do you, what do you want to do with it? It's like, I don't know, you know, just take a clip and use it for the intro, outro, you know, anything. Or if you guys want me to do anything else right. with it, I'll do anything else. And um, he must have checked out my page or something. He's like, it's like, oh, I like cigars. It's like, hey, so do I. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's so, cool. So yeah, we end up talking a little bit and. Um, yeah, he's supposed to he's supposed to come on on Thursday. Uh and then next week um I should have Denny as long as um Oh, hell yeah. As long as everything goes all right with that. So Yeah, that's awesome. So is that uh are they a metal band then? Uh kind of kind of punkish. Um Yeah, okay. Uh punkish rock band you know and they're out of california but they're huge in japan yeah yeah that's so crazy how that works yep yeah they do a lot of a lot of the like giant festivals out in europe and japan and whatnot so uh that's awesome yeah the last time they were in the states well at least last time they were in chicago last time they did a, a u.s tour was in 2014 wow. um before that i think it was nine years before that yeah damn yeah so that's so crazy yeah but have you uh, ever seen uh the documentary searching for sugar man no 
So it's basically about a guy that, uh, I don't know, he made music back in, I don't know what kind of music he made, but he, uh, he was really huge. Um, I think in Africa, in South Africa, he was fucking huge in South Africa and he didn't know it for like 60 years. I I heard about that. I can't, what, yeah, what I, I heard it on a podcast. I can't remember which one. Um, but yeah, and he had no idea that he was a, a huge hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like 60 years later, he went and did like a farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> that That's crazy. That's, I, I didn't see it. Uh, so did he, did he keep up with, with music the entire time or was it just kind of like, oh shit, they know who I am. I better start practicing. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think he did. He might have like done. I think maybe he did like music somewhat decently, like locally and stuff like that. And then he was like a garbage man or something for a long time. And, you know, the next thing you know, he was like fucking 70 years old and he found out he was huge over in South Africa. So he went over and did like a two week tour or something. And once. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane. So what, uh, uh, are you, are you big into podcasts or do you listen to a lot of them or is it, um, like what, what do you yeah, listen to? I listen to, uh, <clears throat> so I listen to Joe Rogan's my main podcast. Yeah. I've listened to every single episode since it started. Um, and then I listen to like Kill Tony, which he's a comedian, and he has like comedians come up, and then he roasts them. I gotta check and that then, out. Uh, yeah, I listen to a couple cigar podcasts, the Hot Ticket. You know, I listen to those whenever, like, I'm running down on on podcasts to listen to and stuff like that. Uh, what else do I listen to? Listen to like. I get into like cereal and stuff like that and S town every once in a while, kind of the, you know, the mystery, whatever podcast, true crime. I'll listen to like a season of those. And then, um, what else? There was one more. I forget what it was, but yeah, pretty much that's yeah. For like the last 10 years all day for eight hours a day. I've, I've listened to podcasts at work. I don't really listen to music or anything. So, See that's that's probably been like the past uh, two and a half years for me or so because I, like I you know I'm you know I guess uh, not new to podcasts but fairly new um, right like I think I picked up Rogan uh, somewhere around somewhere around like four twenty eight I think I don't know right um, you know my brother told me to check out like it was like a, a Graham Hancock Randall Carlson episode oh yeah um, yeah. And so, like, I started listening to that, and, you know, that led me to Kreischer, which led me to your mom's house, which... Oh, yeah. Um, you know, then, like, you know, I, I started this a uh, year and a half ago, a uh, year and a half, two years ago, just, uh, you know, fun hobby to have, you know, just fucking around. And then it's on, I was like, you know... I'm doing a, a somewhat cigar-related podcast, but I don't listen to any other cigar podcasts. I should probably check yeah. them out. Um, 
and like random follow on Instagram was uh, the hot ticket. <clears throat> so it's like, oh hey, they're they're I didn't I didn't even know they were a podcast. It was just you know, right see pictures of cigars and shit. Um, and so I was like, oh, I'll I'll check them out and you know yeah, right off the bat there it's like all right you know listen to these guys and um i tried listening to uh the cigar authority for a little bit man is that the the guys from like new jersey and shit yeah that it's just one giant episode yeah Uh, i'm sorry one giant giant, long yeah one hour of it ads yeah i was gonna say it's one giant advertisement and uh (laughs) and that's so annoying that that's where you know every everything they say it's an advertisement um but and then it was, uh, you know, that that's where I heard them uh, describe a cigar as, uh, you know, fruit strike gum and uh, oh, yeah. Tahitian vanilla, not Madagascar vanilla, but Tahitian vanilla. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you fucking assholes, you know, but it's like, all right. I don't think I, I listened to their podcast long enough to catch that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, tr- I tried listening to like two episodes or something. And after that, I was like, I can't fucking do this, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I listened to uh cigar coop, uh, a few episodes, uh, like the first time I listened to him was because, uh, Risty, uh, from JSK cigars was on there. Um, and like, I tried listening to a couple more episodes of him, but I just couldn't get past his, his voice and his accent. Like, is it the Southern dude? No, no. He, he's another like East coaster. I think, but oh, okay. You, you ever, I don't think I've listened to that one, man. You ever see uh, what the Princess Bride? Uh, with yeah, uh, with with uh, Diego and 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 Feswick and um, uh, as you wish. Uh, it, <sighs> That's the, not ringing a bell. What the Dread Pirate Roberts? Uh uh-uh. No. Well, there, there's a scene in there where where. Uh, you know the the princess is forcibly getting married to this guy, and and the priest, or the the head of the ceremony, has just this awful accent. And it's like, you know, it's like we are gathered here today. You know that 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 type of accent, and that yeah. and that's what Coop sounds like to me in my head. So like I couldn't stop picturing this priest yeah. while he was talking. So it's like, man, I, you know, he's got he's got great content. Like he really does. Yeah. Like he's got great content. He's done some awesome interviews, some some great episodes. Uh, but I I just can't get this priest out of my head when I'm listening to him. So it, it's, it's rough for me. Yeah, no, that'll do it. There's like Cigar Authority. All those guys have just like such a deep New Jersey accent. It yeah. just oh, it gets on my nerves so bad, and I can't help it. But I cannot listen. And then there's another one, I forget what it's called, but one of the guys is like super southern and like, oh, it, I just I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and it, and it sucks that something like that is keeping me from listening to it. You know, but and yeah, because it, it could be great. But yeah, and I, I'm sure I'm sure uh, you know somebody could listen to me and be like, God, this guy sounds like a fucking asshole. He sounds like a piece of shit. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's like ah, you know, I I got. I can understand that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I get I it. I can't listen to that guy talk, you know? I Yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Like, I, I could I could be all right if somebody told me, you know, yeah, you're all right, but I can't stand your voice. Like, 
I could understand. <laughs> I, I could understand that. So you know, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, then I I I've got a I got a morbid sense of humor. You know, gallows humor is is strong with me. Um, but I listened to a uh, last podcast on the left, and that's a uh, it's a true crime. Uh, you know, like serial killer type stuff with a with a comedy twist. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm definitely going to hell for for laughing at quite a bit of shit on that show. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, oh, uh, so that that's what that podcast is. I always see it. So it's a take on like the Last House on the Left or whatever. No, I've never seen the Last House on the Left, but you know, I'm sure that's where they get the name from. But uh, yeah, I always it's... thought it was like. Uh... A political podcast. No, no. They on on their network. They do have a political show. Uh, I don't. Uh, okay. I, I'm horrible. I don't fucking listen to politics. Um, yeah, same here. You know, that's I. It's it's not worth the uh, aggravation to me. That's um, you know, a, a few years ago, uh, I don't know, a decade ago, whatever. Like I was, I was getting kind of political. Uh, with my with my social media and whatnot and I finally realized like this is fucking pointless. Like and now you know I know now picking a side is me just and my fucking wife crazy. Just talking the other day. My wife and I were just talking the other day something about politics, just whatever, random stuff. And she's like, Oh, I need to pay more attention to that stuff. I don't know, you know, I don't even know what anything means or whatever. I was like, that is the last fucking thing you need. I was like, it is just a time waster. Yeah. I mean, it's good to know what's going on, you know, the basic gist of everything. But uh, to get involved, like, that's a whole other story. Yeah. So do you purge your cigars much or at all? Now, what do you mean by purge? Hmm. Like blow the smoke out through the end. Uh, every once in a while, I I actually just learned about that. Um, what a couple months ago. Um, okay. One of my buddies, one of my buddies from, um, you know, Cigar Geeks, uh, one of the guys that I I do the uh, video chat with on a regular basis. He mentioned it one night. Said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And uh, you know, told me about it. It's like, oh, all right, you know, give it a try. And like, yeah, it, do- it does make a difference sometimes. You know. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, be careful with it because it's it's an addiction. I'm like addicted to purging my yeah, cigars. Yeah, I'll I'll purge right after I light the damn thing up for really? no reason. Just <laughs> I'm just so I'm not sure why. Just one of those things. Yeah, it's one of those. You know, if it starts getting uh, if it starts getting hot or bitter, you know, toward towards the end, um, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll, I didn't know it's called purge, but you know. I'll, I'll blow it out and you know, some of that some of that yep. bitterness some of that bitterness definitely fades away and keeps it uh keeps it smokable for, for a while. So Yeah. I'm glad, yeah, really I'm, glad I'm glad you brought that up because like I always I always forget about that. But so So what do you think so far? I'm liking that. I'm liking it a lot. It's, uh, I wish, um, I'm sure it has to do, well, I feel like I kind of know because I feel like the smaller size definitely had more of it, but I'm guessing it's because of the, 
big giant size that it is. But I'm wishing, I mean, I'm, you know, down toward the band now. Yeah. So that's my problem. Uh, if I was thinking 10 minutes ago, I wouldn't be saying this, but I wish uh, some more of that like fruitiness and sweetness and creaminess would come out. But it was definitely there toward the middle. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a two hour smoke here easily. So yeah, you're going to have that. Yeah, I think. Uh, but for a giant, giant cigar like this, yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, right now we're at. Uh, I don't know. I think we've. I think we've both been lit up for about an hour and fifteen minutes or so, and we're. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm right around maybe just past the halfway point. So. Yeah. Which this is turning out to be, you know, one of the one of the most time consuming smokes that I've had in a long time too. So, so I, and that's the thing, like I, I yeah. usually, I'm usually a bit of a, a, a quick smoker, which I really need to start training myself to, uh, take a little bit more time. Uh, but I think that comes with, um, you know, trying to get one in, uh, on lunch, you know, I, yeah. I think that yeah, kind of, for sure. you know, I, I gotta, I gotta get better at, uh, you know, separating the, uh, the, the time frames, I guess. So. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm I'm kind of a quick smoker, and then I'll be like, "Shit, I need to slow down," and then like my cigar will damn near go out, and then it tastes all funny, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" Mm-hmm. I can never get a good middle point. I'm one or the other. Yeah, especially in the winter because I don't want to be out here like in yeah. my car. You know, I want to be sitting on my fucking couch watching TV. I'm yeah. out here. It's cold. Like I got the window down. <laughs> it's just miserable, man. Well, I I appreciate the sacrifice. You know, um, <laughs> that's. Uh, hey, I would I'd be out here anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, but but would you've uh, would you've had the same cigar? You mean this big? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I would, no, I would have had a tough time. I probably, I mean, I'm really enjoying this one, so I would probably, you know, at least go down to the band or whatever, which is still, but uh, I end up putting a lot of cigars out even, you know, mostly when I get to the band, 45 minutes in, you know, yeah. close to an hour, I usually, usually try to cut it off there, but if I'm really enjoying it, I'll take it down. Yeah. I'll weather the storm. Yeah, that's uh, which which brings me to another point. Uh, you know, I mentioned before in the in the faction group, I I posed the question of uh, you know relighting cigars, and you are you are not one to relight a cigar. Ugh, uh, <laughs> it, it grosses me out. It grosses me out almost to the point that uh, when I see people who walk around with like gallon jugs of water but they're in like old milk jugs Ugh, uh, that that grosses me out dude i don't know why but that is one of those things that just grosses me the fuck out and relighting a cigar is right up there with that <laughs> See, i i could definitely agree with the milk jug like that's <laughs> no that's uh like there was milk in there <laughs> but uh Ugh. no that's uh yeah i i thought it was funny so I, I thought it was funny when you brought that up uh, about the the absolute disgust that it brings you. So I wanted to ask, like, so is that the same? Like, if you if you're smoking a cigar and it ends up, you know, going out on its own fairly early, are you putting that down? 
no, I mean, I'll usually like toast it a little and light it up, but usually what ends up happening is the, I don't know, the taste is just ruined for me. So even if I do relight it up or whatever, it's just, you know, it's not the same. And I usually end up putting it, putting it out soon after. Do you ever, uh, you ever try to relight it with a soft flame instead of a jet? No, I haven't. And that's, I was just thinking about that today. I was actually trying to find some matches because I didn't want to light this with a single jet. Yeah. Like I said, because it took like five minutes. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good idea though. Yeah. The soft, the soft flame helps a little bit. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it's not a fucking cure-all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the soft flame helps a little bit. And you know, another thing is like, you know, if it, if it is something like, you know, if, if this was the, if this was to go out, you know, 20 minutes ago, uh, or something like you know, if there if there is enough of the cigar, then um, like I'll I'll usually usually like snip it just behind the the burn line, and then relight it with a soft flame, and uh, that doesn't right you know that that definitely takes the uh, takes the pain off of it. I hope I can remember that. I would like to uh, give that a try and come back to you on it. Yeah, but um. Yeah, no, that's 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 one thing. Like you know, because I I brought that up before because uh, I mentioned like if I you know if I end up smoking a cigar on lunch and I I have to put it down or something, then I'll relight it on the way home or something. You know, um, right? And you know, my question was to the faction. Uh, you know, if anybody else had any opinions on that, and you were you were right away like no no fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things for me. Grosses me out. Yeah. But like like water in a milk jug. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So uh so you're not a drinker. Not really. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if I just like went too hard when I was in like high school and stuff yeah. like that, that it ruined it. I don't know. And I'm not, I don't, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of cigar smokers you see, you know, pairing with, uh, bourbon and stuff like that. I just, I don't love the taste of it. Yeah. I don't know if it's too strong and I'm, I'm a baby about it or what, but yeah, no, not really. I mean, I like, I like craft beer every once in a while and I'll pick some up and I like to try different things. I like sour beers a lot. Yeah. But uh those don't go with cigars too well or no. anything really. <laughs> I mean they're just they're they're what they what they are. Yeah, stand standalone uh, enjoyment. Yeah, I don't Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't I don't drink too much at all. Pretty much hardly ever. Yeah. No, that's uh I don't know. I, I was I was bad for a while, and I had to take a hiatus. Uh, you know, I, I I took a hiatus at the at the right point in my life, uh, and you know now I can enjoy without over enjoying. Um, but yeah. no, that's I I tried doing uh, like whiskeys, you know, the, the scotches and bourbons with cigars a while back, and yeah, didn't like it at all. And then I revisited uh, a, a while after, and. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, I can, all right, I'll get into this. And now, now that's turned yeah. into, uh, you know, another expensive aspect to this hobby, that, you know. And that's what I was just going to say. Like, yeah. 
I see more and more of it, people posting and just like all these bottles. And I'm like, man, I want to try. But then I'm like, there, you know, I just cannot afford to yeah. start because I get into a hobby and it's just balls to the wall. I go all out, you know. Yeah. I got to buy the best shit. I got to, you know, all that. So I know if I did get a taste for it, I would be, uh, I'd be screwed. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, uh, it's not cheap. <laughs> And that's, I was, yeah, I can imagine. I, I was, I was lucky. I got to try a bunch of, a bunch of different stuff, um, <coughs> through, um, uh, the first, cause like the cigar geeks group, like we do a cigar palooza. That's why I was in Yardley a couple of years ago. Um, but, um, you know, the group of us, we get together once a year and I ended up, I was, I was the only person that drove to to the event and you know because we had people from all over all over the states and right everyone brought bottles i was the only one that drove so i ended up going home with all the bottles uh because the host the host <laughs> the host didn't drink so uh i got i got now, lucky. did you plan that out ahead of no, time no no i didn't plan that out ahead of time at all <laughs> like uh, it, hell uh it was uh my son was uh i think my son was God, he was 11 months. He he wasn't even a year, but like me, my wife and my son took the trip out to Yardley. We drove and um which was great because uh uh that year a lot of the wives came out and you know, so um my son was a great conversation piece inside the house right. with the wives uh while all the guys were out back smoking cigars. <clears throat> um so I ended up coming home with uh, with a bunch of bottles that I've never tried before. And, um, you know, I, I was, I got exposed that way. And then the following year I hosted it here, uh, at my house and, you know, like, I, you know, everybody brought bottles and everything that was left over is, you know, yeah, it, just stayed. It, yeah. In the cabinet. So again, um, you know, I was lucky in that, in that respect, uh, which plus I, I used the event that year to, uh, like every month pick up a new bottle so that I would have a good stock for, for everyone right. when they got here. Plus, uh, everybody yep. bringing a bottle. So my, my little cabinet here out in the garage was, was pretty well stocked for a while, you know? Um, but that was, that I was able to kind of get a feel for what I liked, what I liked with the cigars and, um, you know, what I liked without a cigar and whatnot. So I kind of had an idea of what to buy next time I was at the store. So, you know, that's, that's definitely, um, you know, help me, help me grow my collection, I guess. Um, yeah. And now I'm starting to get to the point. I'm not quite there where I could say, all right, this cigar, this booze, you know, but I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Oh, so you've, you've been actually pairing them and seeing what goes together and everything. Uh, trying to, but you know, like I said, like I said, almost, almost there. (laughs) See, that's where it would get me. Just like trying to learn those new things and everything, you know, whether I enjoyed the taste much yeah. or not or whatever, that would really draw me in for sure. Yeah. But, uh, and that, that turns into another, uh, you know, making it an even more expensive part of the hobby because, uh, to yep. keep, to keep up with that, you've got to have a variety in the cabinet, 
<laughs> you know, so, yep. So, but uh, let's see. I'm on about my thirtieth purge of this cigar. Yeah. There we go. So, um, got any uh, any favorite cigar stories or no? Not really. I mean, I'm a pretty. Uh, I'm a pretty loner smoker. I think I've honestly smoked in the lounge maybe two times. Yeah. And it wasn't even like a real lounge. It was just my local shop. And so I hung out with the guy who ran the shop. I don't even know how he's open. We lived in like a tiny town and he's got a cigar shop and no one was ever there. But uh, yeah, I smoked in there like twice and I think that was it. So no, other than dropping ash all over myself all the time, that's uh. Not too many cool cigar stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's I definitely try not to smoke in nice clothes. Because I'm, uh, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the guy that likes to see how long the ash is going to go before it falls. Uh, yeah. Which, which inevitably means how long it's going to go before, you know, I get it on my shirt. So. Yeah, that's, I do the same thing. But, which has led me to a couple of good pictures. <laughs> that's, I think the. The longest ash I ever had was on a uh, uh, Headley Grange, and I, I'll, I'll have to find the picture later, but it was um, damn near to the cap before it fell off. Yeah, some people, some of those are, I do not have a steady hand for that. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, wasn't... I try sometimes, but I wasn't. I wasn't being ginger with it or anything. It was like right. I, I was. I was still smoking it, and yeah. Once it. Once yeah. it. Once it got to the band, I started holding it upright while I smoked it. But um, yeah, you know, it's not like I was. I was, uh, you know, treating it like it was in a museum or anything. You know, <laughs> yeah. but I. It, I don't know. I. I was pretty impressed with that, and that was one of my one of my early uh, crown head cigars. So. That kind of solidified, you know, the the love for the brand, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know a, a a good early experience with a brand is is gonna suck you in unless you have some really yeah, bad ones sure. afterwards. Yeah. No, I mean, <clears throat> um, so Don Kappa cigars. You may have seen me talk about them before. They're not like very well known, and I don't. I don't even know. I don't think they sell. I don't think they're available in the U.S. But I think they're a company out of Switzerland, so I think they probably like sell them there and throughout Europe like that. But they sent me some cigars a while back, and I did a review week for them over the summer, and that's when I like really got my liking for like fruitiness in a cigar. Yeah every one of their cigars so they just have like one through six or whatever that's the name of them number one number two number three but they all had different color bands on them like a blue and an orange and a pink and like you would smoke the cigar with a pink band on it and it was like super floral and then you would smoke the cigar with a the orange band on it and it was like really citrusy and i was like holy shit they're like matching their bands with the taste of their cigars and it just really? kind of blew my mind and that it like sucked me in yeah i mean i don't know if they're doing it on purpose or if 
I'm just like visually looking at yeah. it and like, okay, this tastes like fucking <laughs> orange because the orange, the band is orange or what. But, uh, it, uh, yeah, whenever I did the review week for them, it just like blew my mind. That's what really drew me into their cigars. That's what really kind of set my palate to where, you know, what I enjoy now. Yeah. That's, um, uh... Yeah, it's one of those things where you wonder, it's like, is this is this mind over matter or is this actually what's going on here? You know. Yeah. But no, it's I I I don't think I've ever heard of them before. So Yeah, I don't think they're very well known, probably because they don't even sell in the States or anything, but You said Don Kappa? Yeah, Don Kappa. I'll have to I'll have to look them up and see if they are available or not. Yeah. Um, any other, any other off the walls unknowns that, uh, that you've had? Um, I don't think so. No, I think that's kind of the go-to home run that I kind of found in the cigar world for me, at least. I haven't had too many like off the wall unknowns so have you had any more or was it just the six yeah i've had more they sent me those first six and i did the review week for them and then they like sent me a big ass container over the summer with another six of that same the same lineup and then like some more from like three more of their lineups like three each from three more of their new lineups that they had out so yeah, they sent me a really cool package. Right on. So were the uh, were the other lineups just as good, or uh, they were? Yeah, they were pretty good. They were kind of out of the box for what their original lineup was. They were a little different, obviously, um, but I still liked them. One of them was like pretty sweet, which was kind of right up my alley, so I enjoyed that one a lot. And then the other one was probably a little like heavier and on the spicier side for me. Um, but it was still good. I could, I could see, you know, a lot of people being, you know, drawn into that kind of cigar. So as far as, uh, the current, like just craze, happy, like popular brands, like the, uh, all the, um, I, I don't mean it in a negative way, but all the fanboy brands, um, right. if, if that makes any sense. Um, like, is, is there any brand that stands out that just doesn't do you any justice? That seems to be popular with everybody. No, not really. I mean... AJ Fernandez was kind of the first that I kind of, you know, I didn't get it why people loved it so much. But like I said earlier on, you know, whenever I did the review week for him, I, you know, smoked his cigars specifically and really liked them. Um, I'm doing a review week for Warped right now, and they're kind of up that same alley. I, you know, but with them, like, it just seems like I don't love their cigars, but what I'm tasting in them, I can understand why people would be, you know, 
why people would have a liking for them for sure. But it's just, you know, they their whole lineup I've had so far just hasn't been great. No. The Futuro that they have was an amazing cigar, like one of the best cigars, better cigars I've had, you know, from all of last year or whatever. But uh, the rest of them that I've smoked are kind of, they're very similar. So I don't know if that's my problem with them. They all kind of have this similar sweet mixed with spicy. It's almost like cinnamony taste. And I'm wanting more sweetness out of them, I guess. But uh, so I don't know if that's the reason I'm not like really digging them. But I know a lot of people love Warped. Um, and I can see why. But at the same time, they're just they haven't been for me so far. Yeah. Um, specifically, how what did you? I, I can't remember exactly what you put in your review, but uh, the guardian of the the guardian of the farm. You did you smoke one of the guardian, the guardian of, the of the farm? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I like that one a lot, and that has to do, you know, with that Agnorsa tobacco. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It, they're just like so sweet and like so much creaminess to them. I love that stuff. And that's what I noticed kind of with Warp is, you know, they're using that like Agnorsa tobacco and blending with them. And that those are the cigars from their lineup that I really like. Yeah. So, so are you, are you the, are you at the level where if, if you picked up a, uh, a cigar without a band, without knowing anything about it, can you place what kind of tobaccos are in it? Oh, hell no. I don't even pay attention. <laughs> all right, all right like good. The... No, I don't feel so bad. Oh, yeah, no. <clears throat> I literally do, like, zero read, And you'll notice in my reviews, you know, a lot of people will go on and find what kind of tobacco's in it and everything else and kind of, okay, it's got this filler, this binder, this wrapper. <clears throat> I don't, I honestly don't pay attention to any of that stuff. It's too time-consuming. Yeah. I mean... Let's, like I like to go out and find stuff that I like to smoke and that's it and give my, you know, little shitty opinion on it while trying <laughs> to, you know, write something clever or, you know, make it pertain to real world things that are going on. But yeah, as far as the what the tobacco is and everything, I really don't pay attention to that. Now, what about, uh, you know, as far as, um, you know, looking at it? Uh by by looking at a cigar, can you tell uh, specifically what kind of wrapper? Yeah, yeah, for the most part, you know, like Oscuro and Habano and things like that. You mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I you know, I could distinguish, uh, you know, something like that, but you know, something more specific, like, uh, you know, this is. Um, I don't know. I've seen quite a bit of, like this. This is a a. Connecticut from this region, or this is a Connecticut from that region. Uh, being being able okay, to tell the, nope. tell the tell the difference, yeah. All right, nope, definitely not. So that's I, you know, that that's one of the things with me. It's like God, I I wonder if I have any business talking about this shit at all because I, you know, I I can't I can't pick out those flavors and tell you, all right, yeah, this is this is this tobacco. Um, but that's I I was talking to I was, early on in my Instagram days. Um, I was talking to this guy from the Dominican. And he was looking to get into the States and, like, find somebody to sell cigars in the States and whatnot. And I was like, look, I'm not doing anything fucking outside of the FDA 
guidelines. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to buy a bunch of cigars from you and try to sell them in a shop. That's not going to happen. Yep. You know, but uh, I I wanted to do a uh, a uh, review, like a a geek critique, and when you do the geek critiques, like you know, you, uh, you want the the basic info on the cigar, like the the wrapper, binder, filler. And um, right, Aston's like, yeah, you know, I need the details for for the wrapper, binder, filler, and he's like, oh, you can't tell; it's all quality. It's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> that that's great that it's all quality, but sorry, I'm not at that level where I could smoke this and tell you that there's one leaf of this and two leaves of that. You know, I, I that that's yeah. not me. You know, no, I mean, I don't know, and like especially with Instagram or a social media platform like that. I could go on and just Google it, you know, like how, how do you know I'm not full of shit Yeah, I can just go and Google it, you know? Yeah. Well, that's literally right there. So that's any, anytime I give any information about wrapper binder filler, it's because it's on my screen, you know, it's, it's, it's not because I could taste it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, but I don't know. Maybe. And hats off to those people that can do that. Oh, absolutely. I will never be that's, there. I well, like, that's, that's I, the thing. Like, I I hope that someday I could be there. Uh, but if not, I'm not going to be mad about it. Yeah, you know, if I was knee deep in the cigar industry and that's what my life revolved around, and you know, I owned a cigar company and went to Nicaragua and had a factory down there rolling cigars for me. Yeah, sure. I would, you know probably pick up on that stuff and you would kind of have to but yeah be you know just posting pictures on instagram it's not really <laughs> something i like to waste my time with no the the closest thing i ever got to to distinguishing leaves and flavors and whatnot was uh um uh when before nomad sold out i don't know if you've ever smoked any nomad cigars um but fred Ruri he just sold but uh, he did a an event at 1101 that was called you know hacking the blend, and it was for the uh, Lafendus Mundos cigar, and he had three like uh, cigarillos uh, of each leaf that was in the in the cigar wrapped right. like you know wrapped in a, uh, a a paper wrapper that you know you just take the 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 paper wrapper off and smoke smoke that. So you were able to taste the differences between the leaves and the blend, and then after that, we smoked the the actual cigar. So you kind of right. seen like how how all that came together. But I still wouldn't be able to smoke one of those and say, "Oh yeah, this is definitely you know this leaf," you know. Right. Yeah. But if you ever get a chance to do uh do something like that, uh, that was that was probably my favorite event that I've ever attended. Just because uh, you know it was, it was informative, educational, whatnot. Uh, you know, yeah, no, that learned a little cool. bit. So, yeah. But how are you sitting on your cigar? Uh, I think we're I think we're holding pretty steady. Uh, oh yeah, you're getting down there. I might be I might be just a little a little ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's about it's about to that point for me. Yeah. Any final thoughts on it? 
Not that we had many I thoughts really on it, it to begin with specifically, but you know. <laughs> no, I really like it. I, uh, you know, I could have went for the smaller Vitola, like I said. I think it's going to bring out a little more of those flavors and everything. But uh, for a big cigar like this, I'm I'm impressed for sure. So, uh, did you get that online or through a trade, or or how'd you acquire that one? So I got this online. I bought like a four pack from uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, small batch. <clears throat> So I bought like a four pack of these. Well, I guess it's not really a pack. They come in those wooden yeah, the, boxes. The coffins. the coffins. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I got them. Yeah, that's the only where I, I can buy cigars is online. So. Um, yeah, that, that, that's why I asked if you got it through a trade or if you, you got it online or oh, whatnot. But, yeah. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize you said that. So what? Yeah, I get a lot of cigars that way. So I, I, I'm curious what the, like, uh, if, if you remember off the top of your head, like what it was per stick um, on small batch. Uh, what these cost? Yeah. I, I think it was, uh, it was like 50 some dollars, 53, $54 for the four pack of these, I think. Yeah. Maybe that's wrong. That, that sounds right though. Well, that's, uh, in, Indiana's got 26% tax. And um, I I paid I paid fifteen for this and like on on a special occasion I could see myself spending that again on it but I I think I'm with you yeah. with uh with with going with the with the with a smaller size um you know again I I gotta try I gotta try more uh you know the master mason was good this is good. Uh, I definitely need to try the rest of what they've got. So, yeah, the if you like Connecticut's the the Connecticut the Entered Apprentice is top notch Connecticut. Yeah. Speaking of Connecticut's, I just uh, I just have you had the uh, the patina the patina cigar? I haven't yet. No, I haven't. I want it so bad. All right, I, I tried that the other day. I was I was pretty impressed. Um, Really, yeah. And it was perfect because I, I smoked it. I went over to a buddy of mine's house. He just moved into the area, and we were in his garage, and he had a uh, a little, I don't know, about three-foot-tall Statue of Liberty. And <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was that picture it was you took. absolutely perfect for, you know, for the cigar. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that that's another one that I'm trying to line up. Uh, you know, having having him on, and uh, you know, yeah, more more in the works, I guess. But um, I I shot him the pictures, and right. he, he loved them. But yeah, I I thought it was perfect having uh, while while I was smoking that, ended up randomly randomly coming across a uh, three foot statue, of Liberty statue. Yeah, no, it, it, that makes perfect sense. <clears throat> the band kind of matches up with it as well. Yeah, yeah. Like the little green rim around it. Yep. Which which made it so perfect. But um All right, man, any uh any closing thoughts or anything? Uh Cigarosaurus Rex on Instagram? Yes, sir. Cigarosaurus dot Rex, I believe. Yeah, I think so. But uh you got anything else uh social media wise or is it just the uh just the Instagram? 
No, man, just Instagram. Uh, if any shops or whatever listen and they're interested in Aram and Solomon, hit me up and we'll get some out to them. Yeah. So, yeah, that is a, it is cigarosource.rex on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So, some um, guy actually got like really mad at me because he was named Cigarosaurus Rex apparently. And then he found out I was named Cigarosaurus Rex too. And he's like, hey man, you stole my name. And I was like, well, not really. Yeah. That's what was he? There's a billion people here on Instagram. Yeah. So. Well, that's, uh, you know, we talked about, well, I mean, you mentioned Joe Rogan earlier and he just had, uh, I can't remember his name, but the CEO co-founder of Twitter. Um, and yeah. they were talking to how, how many people are on Twitter and whatnot. And, you know, it's like, yeah, coming up with a unique name, it, it's next to impossible, you know. Yeah. Yep. But, all right, man. Um, I think that'll about do it. So, yeah, so, no, thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it. It was fun. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm, like I said, thanks for, making a sacrifice out in the cold to uh <laughs> to sit around and talk. I mean, I'm not in the I'm not in the best conditions, but I'm out of the elements, you know. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean I am too. It's just, you know, I'm not surrounded by cool cigar boxes <laughs> or <a> microphone. <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. But all right, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad we were finally able to line it up. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, dude. Yeah, no. Appreciate it. Thanks again. All right, man. Take it easy. Yep, have a good one. All right, there you have it. That's uh, Cigar Source Rex, Shane Rail, uh, CigarSource.Rex on Instagram. He does uh, reviews, like he posts some great cigar pictures, and most of them have reviews attached to them. Um, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Don't forget to check out FlatbedCigarCompany.com. Use the code HC25 for... 25% off your first order. And like I said, I've got some, hopefully I've got some uh, interesting shows coming up. Don't forget to check out the website, theherfcast.com. Uh, find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search for the Herfcast podcast. Um, while you're at theherfcast.com, please, if you feel like I deserve it, go ahead and click that Patreon link and you know, throw a little donation my way. That would be awesome. Uh, I just added a new tier. Uh, the $5 tier on Patreon, uh, is I'm going to have a monthly contest valued at over $25 a month. Um, so if you're at the $5 tier on Patreon, you are automatically entered into a contest every month. So check that out. If you think I deserve it, that would be amazing. Um, like I said, Look forward to future episodes, and I hope you enjoyed this one. Have a good one.